get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Two victory over the Rangers last night at Enterprise Center. Tomorrow night, the Bruins are in town, and we head to the Celebrity Line, where our Blues insider from the Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, is standing by. Jr. Good morning, and Blues getting an opportunity to see Jim Montgomery tomorrow night. Yes, they will. They will. I know a number of the players are probably uh, look forward to that. So I just wanted to say, uh, yo ho to you guys. Come on, yeah. Danny, you got to conform here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yo ho. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's something there. That's something. Hey, uh, but yeah, Robbie Thomas. Who do you, what do you call him? Robbie Tommy. Randy? Robbie Tommy. Yeah. So he's a big fan of uh, Jim Montgomery. When I wrote a story about Jim uh, a year or so ago, they talked about all the text threads they had going with him. Just a really good communicator. There's no. Uh, no surprise that he's having all that success in Boston. Well, Jeremy, of course, we have to ask you about the power play because at least it was a positive for the Blues last night getting two power play goals. I know that Bannister and Steve Ott made some changes to the power play units yesterday. What did you think of those changes? Yeah, I think they've been trying to make changes all year. I mean, even with uh, Craig Bruby in charge constantly just trying to figure out what is going on here. But I think they were probably the most significant changes in terms of personnel uh, this past Wednesday in practice when they put uh, Tory Krug and Scott Pernovich, two quarterback guys, on one unit. You have Colton Pareko on the point on the other unit. You have neighbors on the top unit in front of the net. Sunquist is in front of the net on the other unit. So, you know, I think they made some pretty significant changes, but it all boils down to putting the pucks on the net. And you saw last night, that's what they're doing afterwards. Jordan Kyrou says we're attacking more. So, hey, just listen to the numbers here. And, you know, it's still Steve Ott running the power play with some help from Brad Richards from afar. But under Craig Bruby, the Blues 7 for 83 on the power play. Now under Drew Bannister, the Blues have seven power play goals on 34 chances. So for whatever reason, it's been better since uh, Bannister took over. And it seems like Cairo is a little bit better as well. So 28 games under Craig Berube. He had five goals, 12 assists. He was minus nine. Now under Drew Bannister, 12 games, six goals, six assists, and he's plus six. So are you seeing a different Jordan Cairo under this new head coach? Yeah, I think we all know that uh, he, he probably was looking to, to move on, and, and uh, I think he probably benefits most by the uh, the change with the coach. Uh, I think what we saw last night was just electric. I mean, I realized that uh, a couple of those shots that he had, Chesterkin stopped him, and you know, back-to-back shots, you know, you're, you're probably not going to score on both of those. But, guys, if he did, I tweeted last night, we were on Red Berenson's six-goal watch last night. Like, that could have been. Like, it's a situation where – 
every time you saw Kyrie pick up the puck, it was going to be a scoring chance. He finished with eight shots. So he gets the hat trick. That's his first one here in St. Louis. The hats rain down. Pretty cool scene for Jordan Kyrou last night. And uh, I, what I liked about Jordan Kyrou is after the game, he wasn't talking too much about that. He did when asked about the hat trick, but he said, hey, listen, we got to tighten up. we got to play better. That wasn't good 5-on-5. Five five. That wasn't one of our better games. So a lot of mature things coming out of Jordan Kyrou last night. Jared, one of the interesting things I find about the Blues now under Drew Bannister, we've talked for multiple head coaches on a regular basis about the Blues' inability to give a consistent 60 minutes. Seems like they give a lot of good 60-minute efforts under this coach. It, it does, and it's so it's so hard to separate. You know what's what's the situation in terms of uh, you're trying to impress the boss, and you know he's taking away playing time. I mean that could be one of the biggest keys. We talked about him taking away the ice time from Buchnevich. Uh We've seen it with uh, Sammy Blay. I think last night uh, you've already seen Jake Neighbors get less ice time down the stretch. Kapanen was going out for him, and that's not that Neighbors was playing poorly, but they probably maybe just want a more secure player defensively late in the game for whatever reason. Um, you know, I like Neighbors' overall game, but that's something that maybe Bannister and the staff are seeing. But e- either way, I think holding guys accountable – and then we talk about getting into January. And look, you're, uh, what, two points out of a wild card spot. You know, regardless of whether this is a team that can go a couple rounds or not, you know, they want to make the playoffs too. So I think maybe it's a little bit easier to see the light at the end of the tunnel and see the standing shaping up in January than it is November, November and December. But, yes, we've definitely seen – a more consistent 60-minute effort from these guys. We've talked a lot about Jordan Cairo, and rightfully so, so, but we have to talk about Jordan Bennington and his performance last night because he was the difference maker, in my opinion, and the star of the game for the Blues, but especially in his personal three-game win streak that he has going on right now. What are you seeing from him right now, JR? Yeah, Brooke, he's been phenomenal. I think that he's had a great year. I know that there was a couple-week stretch there where the Blues are giving up a lot of goals, and maybe for the first time this season you could say, yeah, maybe you know, Bennington wants that one back. But I think for the most part he's been solid. And, and, and I'm not just talking solid. I'm talking about they're only winning the game because of Jordan Bennington. And that was the situation last night as well. What were the shots? 42 to 21, and uh, he had a number of uh, uh, 10-bell saves there, Jordan Bennington. So, um Players were praising him afterwards. You know, what are you seeing from Bennington? I think this is a competitive guy. This is a, te- a guy who, who wants a team to win, wants to be in the playoffs. And, hey, listen, I don't know if it's too late, but he wants to be in the All-Star game too, right? He, he resent that uh, tweet out to Justin Bieber saying, hey, let's get this challenge going on and, and try to get these votes to get him to Toronto and play in that All-Star game. On a serious note related to that, you know, i got to believe, hometown kid, Toronto, that's where the All-Star game is this year. That had to be something that was really in his sights at this offseason. And I think for the first couple months of the year, uh, before Robbie Thomas really started to take off, I think that Jordan Bennington was probably the guy up until that point. You know, JR, you've had Vancouver, Carolina, Colorado, the Rangers, and they're they're competitive in these games. And for the most part, they were competitive against Florida. What what does that tell you right now of where the Blues are at and when the schedule, as you mentioned, lessens up a little bit when you get into latter parts of January and going into February? Yeah, so I think when I look at that, you go, wow, look at these wins over these top teams. I mean, if this if this Blues team in this stretch in January, you know, when we told you who the opponents were going to be, uh, you know, if they had one win out of these three or four games, you'd say, well, that's kind of to be expected. That's how good this opposition is. I don't want to get too excited 
for the reason that Joey Vitale is it Vitale or Vitale? Vitale. Uh, Vitale. That <laughs> uh, he gave you early on. I really do believe that you know right now the Blues are playing a patient game, and you heard Drew Bannister say that the other day. You know when we're patient. We're successful. Let's make them come 200 feet at us. Let's do that. Let's not crack first. And I think that's what they're doing against uh, good teams. So even though they have an inferior roster, they're able to be successful because they're playing that style of game. I mean, just think what the Blues would do even with a better roster as they're able to grow this thing and evolve it over the next couple of years. But right now, with the roster they've got, with the style they want to play, they're beating good teams, and they're they're following the lead of uh, Drew Bannister here. And finally, Jr. Speaking of uh, building up over the next couple of years, Jimmy Snuggerud, a blue by the end of the season. Yeah, I think there's a chance. I'm going to talk to him today. Uh, I need some advice from you guys. You guys uh, have built a career on asking questions. How do I ask Jimmy Snuggerud today? So are you going to sign with the Blues at the end of the year without actually asking the question? Because when, when you ask the question. Uh, you know that he's going to shy away and, and give you the uh, the canned answer. But uh, can you guys give me some advice on how to ask that question? What do you expect to be doing in late April, early May? <laughs> Has it crept into your mind, the idea of being NHL player in a couple of months? <laughs> I just jotted those down. So, uh, yeah, we'll take that approach and see what he says. But I think there's a good chance. He's proven just about everything at the college level and obviously the world junior level, too. And, and uh, wow, did Doug Armstrong roll out the red carpet the other day saying, hey, we're ready when you're ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. By the way, speaking of good questions, when we had Kyle Gibson, I, I knew you listen all the time. Did you hear Brooke asking him about uh, the, the Cardinals having a, a seasoned, experienced starting rotation? Oh, no, I missed it. What did he say? Uh, he, he just said, oh, thanks for saying that. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> Look, veteran and very experienced. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's Seasoned, nothing wrong yeah. with experience. <laughs> That's great. No, Yeah, I listen all the time. I, I missed that one interview, so uh, you caught me there. But, uh, no, I, we'll have this interview with Snuggerud, and then uh, we'll uh, put that article up at The Athletic soon and then uh, get back to you guys next week on how your advice on the question went. Sounds great. Thanks, JR. Have a great weekend. All right, thanks, guys. See you. That's you our, too. That's our buddy Jeremy Rutherford. He's a Blues insider from The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. <laughs>